Today, I'm gonna to give you guys an update on Project 5K, a case study where I launched 12 different products for less than $5,000. But now I also have two new Project 5Ks that I did where I each dedicated less than $5,000 to a new product launch, and these products are already slated to be six-figure products. How cool is that? Pretty cool, I think. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Serious Sellers Podcast by Helium 10. I am your host, Bradley Sutton, and this is the show that's a completely BS-free, unscripted, and unrehearsed organic conversation about serious strategies for serious sellers of any level in the e-commerce world. And today, I've got an update for you guys on the Project 5K. If you guys want to go back to the original Project 5K episode. That was done a few few weeks ago, so you can just search it in your podcast feed there, or you can go to helium10.com forward slash podcast and type in Project 5K in the search, and you'll see the original one. Now, that was back in June. I had done a podcast episode, wrote a blog about a, a long-term case study that I was doing called Project 5K. Now, in there, I want to show everybody that, hey, you don't need too much money to get started to sell on Amazon. You know, you might think, wait, wait a minute, Bradley, $5,000 is still a significant amount of money. But in that article and podcast I did, it was actually 12 different products I launched, not each for $5,000, but a total of $5,000. Some of those products I launched for only like five or $600. All right. So in this episode, uh, I'm not going to call this like season 1.5 or season two or, or project 5k part D or, or anything fancy like that. Project 5K to me is kind of like a, a movement. I don't know if that's being too corny, but it, it's just like a, a, a ongoing thing I just want to keep doing because I, I love inspiring people and I hear so much that, hey, you know, I'm working a full-time job. I don't have enough time to, to dedicate to Amazon or I don't have tens of thousands of dollars. I can't get into it. I, I want to just show people that, hey, it's possible even if you have limited time, even if you have a limited budget to have success on Amazon. You know, this is $5,000, guys, is not going to make you a million dollars in two months. And if you've got a guru telling you that, then you need to like, you know, unsubscribe from that guru on YouTube or or block them or report them to, you know, for fraud or something like that, because that that's not the reality. But if you have a few thousand dollars, these case studies that I'm doing, I hope are enough to show you that, hey, it is possible to have some success on Amazon. Now, first of all, how were those original Project 5K products doing? So in that original podcast in June, I reported that from the previous year, October to May, the sales were about $17,500 with profit being about $3,000, right? Again, you know, nobody got rich off of that, but it was a profitable project that we did, right? Now, since then, in June, we had about $6,000 gross sales. So wow, in one month, we had about 30% of what the previous eight months had been. It was a pretty good month when things were getting back up and running during COVID, right? And that was about $1,000 net profit. July went down to about $3,700 with $550 net profit. In August, it was $3,200 in gross sales with 300 net profit. And September, it dipped down to $2,000 gross sales with $200 net profit. So sales and profit went down as the summer months went on, but they picked up again in the first 10 days of October, already had $1,000 of gross sales with 20% profit margins. Now, 
I'm expecting a big October for a couple of the products. There are some holidays coming up that these products do very well in. And I'm also expecting some strong sales in November and December. So, you know, can somebody quit their day job, you know, for, from this original Project 5K? No, of course not. But again, these products are actually pretty much taking care of themselves. I could be probably doing a lot better on them if I would put more effort. As is, I spend only maybe 20 minutes a week optimizing the PPC, and that's about it. I'm not like checking the keywords. I, I don't even have market tracker running on them. This was just something I, I wanted to do for this person who wanted to invest money and just wanted to have some nice cash flow. I'm like, all right, well, let me see what I can do for you. But you know, over the next couple of months, I'm going to put a little bit more effort into it because now I feel bad because <laughs> I'm probably you know, leaving money on the table and it's not my money, it's their money. So I want to do a little something, something for them a little bit more. But hey, having a profit of an average of what, $500 the last few months is not bad for 20 minutes of work per week, which is pretty much all I'm putting into that account, 20 minutes of work. And it's making about $500 of profit a month. Now, again, that, that first Project 5K, I want to show that even if you've only got, what, $500 to $1,000, there's still a chance that you can have some success selling on Amazon, even under private label. I'm gonna be launching actually two more products under that brand this week. And so my update, the first part of next year is gonna talk about how Q4 worked out for those products plus the original 12 products. Now, I'm gonna be doing or talking about right now a brand new product launch for 5K that I did, all right? Now, instead of just launching a lot of sub $10 products like I did that first time, I wanted to do another case study though where I took about $5,000 and put it all into one product. So on this one, I started my research in Black Box by Helium 10, and uh, I actually ended up back on Etsy, went down a rabbit trail, ended up on Etsy, just like we did on Project X. Now, I hope you're not getting confused on all these projects. These are all case studies. We've got Project X and we've got Project 5K, two different things, all right? Anyways, I found an interesting product. It seemed to have some, some pretty decent demand on Amazon. There was only one established competitor on Amazon in the niche at the time, and yet the product that I had in mind that I kind of had the idea from Etsy was fundamentally a different kind of product. Like it was the same kind of product, but like the customer avatar, you know, might have might not have considered the other competitor if they were considering mine and vice versa. So I thought there was an, a niche for it. Now I could actually uh, see in black box and brand analytics that there was a seller selling something similar to what I had in mind, but they hadn't been in stock for a while. But when I was using a Helium 10 X-ray, I could see the BSR and sales estimate history. And I was like, wait a minute, when this guy was in stock, it was a fairly decent seller. And he was selling in the $40, $40 range, you know, $40 to $50. And I was like, you know, that's a desirable price range. So the first thing was, let me get a, sh uh, not a shipping quote, but actually just a, a quote on production from the sourcing agent I use in China. Uh, she's amazing. Her name, shout out to uh, Apple. She, Apple, you rock. The quote I got was about $7.80 a piece. I'm like, you know what? That sounds pretty decent. I know what my shipping rates are gonna be. So what I did was I used the, the Chrome extension profitability calculator on, on just another random listing. And I changed the dimensions around to what I thought the dimensions would be for this product. And then I put in my price. I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna sell this for $40.99. My my manufacturing costs, you know, is about $7.80. I'm paying about $450 per cubic meter to have something delivered to my door. And sure enough, it calculated it all out where my net profit would be $13.67, 33%. You know, obviously it doesn't take into consideration PPC, but 
I like seeing personally with the profitability calculator, things at least 30% minimum net margin. So I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna pull the trigger on this. So I sent the deposit. About a month later, the product was ready to ship. I sent them the remainder of what I owed, plus shipping to my warehouse, and everything included was $1,500. The delivered price to my warehouse was about $4,300 total, all right? Still room to spare under my $5,000 budget. Now, my launch method. I'm gonna give you guys a phrase you might have never heard of, heard of before because I just made it up this week, all right? I've been working on this for a while, but I never had a name for it, but I'm gonna call this the Maldives honeymoon or Maldives honeymoon. I'm not sure how to pronounce it, but more on the origin of that phrase later in a few weeks or a month or so, once I finish all my case studies and I'm working on this project, uh, Maldives honeymoon, I'm going to like, you know, go into detail on how I came up with that name and the details of how it works from my studies. Cause it's still not done. It's still too early to like make a definitive conclusion on this. But anyways, for now I'm calling it the Maldives honeymoon. All right. And I'm sorry, I'm being such a tease, but I can't get into detail on it yet because it's an ongoing case study. But anyways, the main keyword that I knew for this product was going to generate probably at least 50% of the sales. It had about 4,000 searches, monthly searches at the time. So the CPR number, which is, you know, the, the number that helium 10 gives, if you're doing like, you know, giveaways, how many you would need to give out over eight days in order to give you the best chance to get to page one, it was about a hundred but I have so much faith in my strategy, or I had so much faith and my Maldives honeymoon, I decided to do a search find buy campaign for only eight units, not a hundred, eight for 4,000 searches. So what I did was I used azrank.com. Uh, we've had them on the podcast before, a like Amazon Z, like zebrarank.com. And I had them run the search find buy campaign because I don't have time to make Facebook ads and, and send traffic to, you know, to many chat or any of those other methods, right? So what were the results, all right? <laughs> Check this out, guys. As soon as the product went live, I was already ranking on page like two to three. By day three of that search find buy campaign, I had only given out what, like three units. I was already at the top of page one, position three. Day five, I was page one, position one, even surpassing that one aforementioned established sellers with eight, units of search find buy on a 4,000 search volume keyword. Now that wasn't the only keyword I targeted during this launch. Now the second keyword I targeted, it had only about 1400 monthly searches. Thus the CPR was about 32. So how many units you think I quote unquote gave away for this promotion? CPR 32, I gave away one unit. Now that, that first keyword that I said was the target keyword, the main keyword, right? That's a two word search term. All right, two word search term. Think like egg tray or a holder or something, right? Now, this other keyword that I'm, I'm talking about right now is also a two word search term. However, it's like the second word is like a compound word that is an extension of the second word of that first one. Okay, I know that might have just confused you, so, so check this out. It's like, let's say my first keyword was yellow flower. Well, then the second keyword I'm targeting is yellow sunflower. Right, still two words, but it's a compound word and it has that other word as a root in it, right? Now, again, this is just my speculation. It's a little bit similar to my uh, project Maldives that I'm doing, but I was hoping that Amazon could relate activity on this keyword to my first campaign a little bit and probably vice versa. And especially since I'm running both campaigns simultaneously. I mean, as much as you can say simultaneous since the other campaign only had one giveaway, right? 
Now, how did my whopping one search find buy do? All right, check this out. Day one, I was on page two to three. On day three, I got to page one, and by day seven, I was page one, position two. How cool is that? All right, I did a search find buy of one single unit to another keyword related to that first one, and it followed the same trajectory of getting to page one, position one to two by day five. Now, the rest of my search find buy strategies for that probably would be enough to knock your socks off. I'm gonna go over it more in my Maldives honeymoon upcoming article, but let's just say another keyword that had over 15,000 monthly searches, I got to the top of page one with less than 10 giveaways as well. Now, outside of you know the search find by what did I do for launch? Well, well, with the help of the ads platform by Helium 10, that's our PPC management software, I ran some pretty cool PPC campaigns using the strategy that we've talked about here on the show with Vince about having three campaigns, first of all, an auto, broad and an exact manual campaign supplemented with a product targeting campaign. Now, despite being this being a new launch, my overall ACoS was under 40%. Now in the blog version of this, by the way, guys, if you go to helium10.com forward slash blog, type in project 5k or just look in today's blogs, you should see this blog that's based on this podcast. And I've got like screenshots there. If you want to see like my screenshots of, of keyword tracker, my screenshots of ads so that you know I'm not making this stuff up. Anyways, I didn't expect sales to get ramped up so fast. My ads campaign there, total in the initial launch, like until I ran out of stock, all right, of the first 500 units, I spent $2,400 in PPC, uh, gave me $6,300 of sales for an ACoS of 38%. I generated 9,000 clicks on these campaigns with a cost per click of only 27 cents and I got 140 plus PPC orders from these PPC campaigns I generated with ads. Now, I did not expect to get sales ramped up so fast. So unfortunately, I sold out in only six weeks, those 500 units, all right? Some stats from Helium 10 Profits on the two SKUs. Now, you might be like, why is there two SKUs? Well, I always do a one FBA SKU and one FBM SKU. The gross revenue was $21,000. My expenses were $17,000, you know, that in includes cost of goods and all Amazon expenses and PPC, et cetera. So the net profit was $4,400 for a 20% profit margin, not too shabby for a brand new launch. All right. Over $4,000 net profit. Again, my initial investment was just under $5,000. Now, Sales are booming again. We're back in stock. Uh, I did a lightning deal on it and sold 50 units in one day. Uh, in the last six weeks, we've sold another 500 plus units, grossing over $23,000 with a net profit of, again, $4,300. Now I'm using Helium 10 inventory management that we just launched, right? So hopefully I'm not gonna run out of stock again. There's a chance I still might because like the very first day, I'll never forget this, the very first day we, we uh, launched the inventory management. I ran it on my account and it's like, you need to order right now. And I was like, oh shoot. So like I, I cut the order right then. I was actually ordering a little bit later than I should have. So hopefully, I hopefully it was, I got the order in in time to, to not run out again. But anyways, if this item stays in stock, it's a product that is you know slated to gross about 150 to $200,000 a year with 30 to $40,000 of net profit. That's not too bad for a less than $5,000 investment, right? All right, that's pretty cool. 
Guys, this is doable stuff. I, I, I hope this kind of stuff gets you excited, all right? Because this is not like rocket science. Like, okay, you might be saying, hey, Bradley, you're, you've got some secret Maldives honeymoon nonsense that you're running. Guys, that, that was just a part of my launch strategy, you know, and it's not even proven yet. I'm, that's why I'm still running case studies. Like, it could have been a total fluke, all right? This kind of like got me on the radar of this Maldives honeymoon. It maybe is not even a thing though. Like I, I kind of think it is a thing because I, in my other tests, it's showing me some stuff, but it, it it's definitely just a small part of, of the success of this product. The strategies I use guys is it, stuff that we talk about here on the podcast. Stuff we talk about in the freedom ticket training by helium 10. It's stuff that anybody can do. All right. That's, that's the main thing I want to, I want to talk about now, two months after that, I was like, you know what? Uh, I want to do a different project 5k in a completely different category that I don't have experience in and with a completely different kind of product and a completely different brand, all right? So about six weeks or so after that above case study, I started another one, all right? Now the product research for this one, I actually did only in Helium 10 Black Box. I didn't look outside to Etsy and Pinterest on this one. So I started off again doing a black box for keyword search for something that had a, you know, like low average number of reviews, but, um, you know, searches around the 2,000 to 6,000 search volume range. I wanted to keep something, you know, that, you know, had some demand, but wasn't too crazy. And I came upon a interesting keyword. All right. I was like, wait a minute, th this seems like it could be saturated. So I looked on it and there was a lot of like products on there that, you know, might not have seemed like it was completely relevant to that keyword. There was only one real product on the first page that was at the top. I'm like, okay, this is the product that really defines this keyword and these other guys are just kind of like stragglers here on page one. So that kind of, uh, that kind of intrigued me, all right? Uh, again, I felt that there's only one true product that hit the needs of that keyword. But I'll be honest, you know, the sales weren't that great. At the time that I looked at it, it was doing maybe like two to three units a day of sales. But I liked the price point of, it was over $40. And plus I liked how during the holidays and during Q4, it was a really good selling product and sales uh, were jumping to like 20 a day during November and December. Now, this competitor actually seemed to have a pretty decent following in social media. They had some products in the Vendor Central program. I've seen them on like other websites. So I was like, you know what? Challenge accepted. You know, a lot of people shy away from uh, a competitor like that. But I was like, this is just one guy. You know, I don't think their Amazon strategy is that great. I'm looking at their listing. They're obvious Amazon amateurs. Doubt they're using Helium 10. Otherwise, they would have seen their listing score isn't that great. All right. So I'm like, you know what? I think I can uh, take these guys on. This will be my new challenge. I want to try like a slow and steady method on this one in, in, instead of like a bum rush like I did on, on that first product. So all these things I was talking about, though, it still left me a little bit doubtful. Like there's a lot of factors that didn't leave me as confident in this product as that last one. That last product, I actually didn't do a PPC test listing on because I was like, I was like 1 billion percent positive that I was going to do well. And like I had uh, done a, a test listing on a similar product before that I decided not to do, but so I already had some data. So I didn't even do a PPC test listing on that other product. This one, I was like, you know what? I'm a little bit doubtful. Let me strengthen up, you know, uh, my validation here and, and strengthen up my confidence by running a PPC test listing. So I used the project X method of that, you know, uh, I bought a couple of uh, similar products. I threw them up on Amazon. This one I only did fulfilled by merchant. And I was like, uh, I just did a really poor listing. I just wanted to have the keywords in there 
you know, a couple images I had. Um, what else did I do? Oh yeah. And, and I, of course I, I ran the PPC campaign and I put the price at like, I forgot it was like $110 or something. Remember this, this is a $40 product. I put it up for 110 cause I'm like, you know what? I don't want this to really sell. I would like to see if people click a $110 product that's like this. And just so I can see some data on my PPC, right? And I can see impressions and et cetera, et cetera. But check this out. Those two units I had in stock, they sold out in three days at $110. So thank goodness, I, I after those three days, I already had some good PPC data that already gave me a little bit of confidence, but any confidence I was having in if, if I should launch this pretty much went out the door when I could see that I could sell two units in three days at $110. So I'm like, okay, with a, with a terrible listing. So I'm like, okay, if I can do that, I'm pretty sure I can sell at least a couple units a day, if not more at $40 with a really nice looking listing, right? So I put in my order. Uh, the total for the 500 units was about 3,500 bucks and the shipping to my warehouse came out to a thousand dollars again, under budget on project 5k. Now I did a similar launch as that first product I talked about, and I'm going to get more into that uh, again in my Maldives honeymoon write up. Now this launched, uh, it's a little bit normal or average than the other one. You know, when you first launch, you're usually not profitable right away. Like I was in that first product, right? It took me about like 250, 300 units of sales for me to, to start breaking a profit, you know, like on, on the year to date sales on this product, because the PPC was pretty expensive, right? Why was it so expensive? Why was it different than a, a other one? Well, like I said, I didn't have like this superstar keyword that I knew I was going to get all my sales from. There was a keyword that I knew I would be relevant for. And then just a whole bunch of other keywords that different products were getting sales from. And I'm having to kind of like convince buyers that, Hey, you might've been looking for this other kind of product, but take a look at mine and see what you think. I think this might hit your needs. So it's a up, it's more of an uphill battle on this one. Now I had a, I also had a higher budget on my PPC again, because I'm trying to go for more keywords. Cause I really didn't know which keywords buyers would find relevant for this listing because that other product, like I said, it wasn't really performing that well on that many keywords, which by itself is one of the reasons why I chose this product because that competitor really didn't, you know, have a lot of keywords that were working well for it. I, I thought, you know what, I'm going to spend the money in PPC and find some more keywords. Now I'm not sold out yet of those first 500 units. I got about a hundred left and I have another order of 700 on the way. That's hopefully going to arrive in time for the holiday rush. Now, just right here in October, profit last week, it was about 15%. So again, I'm already, I'm still technically, I don't know, some people consider their launch phase, their, their first, you know, their first couple months or their, their first shipment. So technically I'm in launch. So it's kind of cool that I'm profitable already. 15%, like I said, last, last week. And I want to increase that a little bit. Now here's the cool thing though. The, remember the only other guy I'm competing against, I'm already out selling him four to one. All right. So I'm like of this type of product of which there's only like two, maybe three now, I am outselling number two, who has been on Amazon for a long time and has a good relationship with Amazon and is all over the internet and all over social media. I'm outselling him four to one, all right? But again, in this Project 5K product, I'm doing the slow and steady approach with hopes for a fairly lucrative Q4. So my goal, guys, is I wanna try and launch like one different Project 5K product every month and document it for you guys so that you can see that you do not need huge amounts of money to have success on Amazon, all right? 
you do not need huge amounts of money to have success on Amazon. I'm going to say it again. What's my, uh, or my 30 second tip for the day. My 30 second tip is kind of like that part of the launch strategy I talked about earlier, where it's like, go after multiple keywords in your initial launch, even if they're low search volume, but make them kind of variations of that core keyword that you are trying to launch. So if the, if the keyword is like egg holder, you know, go after egg holder, but go after chicken egg holder, go after egg holder countertop, go after egg holder for women or whatever keyword that you want, but like that has that egg holder in it and have those, those all working off of each other so you can get residual bumps on your keyword launch. All right. Now back to my plans for the next couple of months. I said, I'm trying to launch some more project 5k products. I just barely launched one, like a couple days ago that I, I have like up and running right now. I'm not even sure if it's going to uh, work out well. And I'm going to document this in the next episode, because like I said, guys on Amazon, you've got failures sometimes and things that don't work out. Now my launch is just ridiculous. Like if anything proves the Maldives honeymoon, it's, it's this, it's this latest launch I just did this week. However, that being said, I'm not sure how this is going to work out because half of the 500 products that I was shipped for this are defective. Like, I'm like, guys, are you seriously, did, did you seriously not inspect the shipment? Like I told you to now I've got a good relationship with a, my, my sourcing agent there. And she's talking to the factory to get me like those 250 units replaced, but that's going to suck. I only have 250 units and I know I'm going to sell out fairly fast of these. And the other stuff is not going to get to me for like another eight weeks. So that kind of sucks. I'm going to miss the, you know, a big chunk of, of Q4, if not all of Q4 because of that, but still, uh, I'm still, I'm still uh, launching it. Uh, it's going to be on the same brand as that first case study product that I launched that, you know, that that's doing so well. So we've got that one going. I've got two more products that are going to go on that brand that actually just arrived almost at the same time. And uh, I'm going to be launching those in the next couple of weeks. Another product arrived this week. Like all these products I had spaced out, but the stinking factories were, were like completing them all different times. And, and the shipping was all over the place. Again, I'll talk about these issues in the, in the next uh, podcast episode update of Project 5K. But this other one I'm super worried about. I only open one case of this new product. I only opened one case and I opened up five boxes, which were in there hundred percent defective. Like I'm like, guys, I don't know if you had your, you know, eight year old nephew working instead of you, but this factory did a terrible job. Like I, I couldn't even look at the rest of the boxes. I'm like, do not tell me that the entire shipment of actually there's only 300 units on this shipment. I was like, do not tell me that the entire shipment of 300 units is all defective because that's going to suck. So that, that one might, might not be able to launch for another project 5k. But again, the factory is hopefully going to replace that for me if they all turn out to be defective, but, but we'll see tomorrow. I'm going to go back to my warehouse and hopefully with, uh, uh, with a better attitude, I'm going to open these up and opt I'm optimistic that hopefully at least half of these can be salvaged, but that means I'll only have 150 units. So again, thanks for nothing factory who screwed me over. But anyways, that's beside the point guys, that's real life. Sometimes things happen and your best laid plans, you know, might not work out. It just goes over the fact that, Hey, pay the extra money to have the inspections. 
I did not do that for these other ones because I was in such a hurry. I'm like, no, just take a look at a couple and then send it over because everything that those factories had been sending me was pretty darn good, you know? So I'm like, all right, you know, I haven't got any complaints. Go ahead and just, you know, if you feel comfortable, send it over. But that that's what happens when you try and take shortcuts and don't do the inspection. And, you know, it, it turned out bad. And I'm not going to lose money on this other than lost sales. For that second product, that one that I had launched, that one that's a slow and steady, I actually have two or three more products on the way from China right now that I'm going to launch on that brand. And the reason why I'm doing that is because I'm like, okay, this is like a, a kind of like trajectory here. I'm going to get brand registry on this. And then I'm going to have three different SKUs so I can do sponsored brand ads now. All right. So that's what I'm going to, that's my plans there. Unfortunately, these products I found the factory took so long. It's a different factory, by the way, guys, uh, the factory took so long to produce them that like, seven or eight other competitors jumped on. So again, this is real life, guys. This is real life. What happened? You might have an amazing idea. And in the time that it takes to get your products, a bunch of other competitors might pop up. Uh, I'm not giving up on this. I, you know, this is what happened. So I want you guys to be able to, if this happens to you, I want you guys to be able to look at whatever I do on this and see what works and see what doesn't work. So that's another thing to be looking uh, forward to in the next Project 5 project 5k episode. Now, by then I hope to have at least like, you know, seven or eight total project 5k products. And let's see what kind of gross revenue we're building just from this. All right. Again, guys, am I doing this full time? Heck no. You guys know what my day job is. My official actual title is, well, I have two, you know, I'm the, obviously the host of the serious sellers podcast. You know, I would say that takes up, I don't know, three, four hours a week of my time. All right. But the 90% of my time is, you know, which is probably another 40 to 50 hours a week. I'm spending doing my regular job. I'm the director of training and also the chief evangelist at Helium 10. I oversee the training and the content departments. I'm in that more than eight hours a day. That's like my, my passion. I love working with my team and I love my job of what I do. That's my main responsibility on Amazon. Now these case studies, I'm just doing like when I have a, you know, some spare time here or there, because as a content and training director, I need to keep my knowledge with Amazon up to date. I can't be giving you guys strategies that worked in 2018. Right? So I'm like only spending what two, three, four, five hours a week, maybe on these things. Okay. And again, each of these projects started with only $5,000. Now, why am I mentioning this? It's because how many times have I heard out there? excuses. Hey, why, why aren't you starting on Amazon? Well, I still have a day job. I'm working full time. I really don't have the time to dedicate to Amazon, the, the time that it's going to take for me to, to be successful. Or the other thing is, you know what? I don't have 10,000. I don't have $20,000 in my bank account. I've only got like $4,000, 5,000. You know, I don't have enough money to, you know, make it on Amazon guys enough with that nonsense excuses. I'm living proof. All right. I've got a quote unquote full-time job. I'm spending more than 40 hours a week at my job because I love it so much. I, I spend more than 40 hours a week on my job and I still have time four to five hours a week to put into the, the Amazon side of things and I could still build so something that is somewhat successful. The other part of this guys is, you know, the money. I don't have $20,000 in my bank account to just do a, a little pet project study, you know? No, but I was like, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and put $4,000 down on this. I can, I can manage that. And because of that, I was able to generate money that allowed me to do even another project the next month. So guys, again, 
Don't use those excuses about time and money because this is proof that it can be done without loads and loads of both of those things, all right? And again, my strategies that I'm using, it's not some like super top secret thing that's only been shared in the Helium 10 Elite group that only eight-figure sellers know. Guys, the 95% of what I did is exactly what I teach here on the podcast, what I teach in the training videos in Helium 10, what Kevin King teaches in Freedom Ticket, what Tim Jordan and I taught in Project X, what we have in our blogs. I mean, this is just bread and butter strategies, guys. I'm not doing that much that's special, all right? Anybody could have done what I did. Anybody who has taken, you know, the Freedom Ticket course or anybody who's using Helium 10, because that's all I use, that's the only tool I use, Helium 10 to do all of this. So guys, if you are not a Helium 10 member yet or you're not selling on Amazon, you know, use the Serious Sellers Podcast discount. Try it out for 50% off for the first month and I want you to start your own Project 5K, all right? So use the uh, discount code SSP50. That's SSP50. You know, sign up for the free account at Helium 10 and then just say, hey, let me uh, upgrade to the Platinum plan with this 50% off coupon for the first month, SSP50. And, and dig into the training. Dig into Freedom Ticket. Dig into Project X. Dig into the tools. These are the exact things that helped me launch 12 products for $5,000 last year that helped me launch two more products for $5,000 each year that are both already projected to be six-figure-a-year products. Guys, anybody can do this. I want you to do it because I want to be able to bring you on the podcast like in a year or so, and I want you to be able to tell me, hey, Bradley, I took your advice. I had $3,000. I had $4,000. I had $5,000, whatever. I made my own Project 5K, and look at what I'm doing now. So now, guys, this is the second episode of Project 5K that I've talked about, and I hope this is gonna be an ongoing series. The next episode, maybe I'll give you guys another update of how Q4 was, maybe around January or, or February or so, and let's see you know, how these other product launches I have uh, done work. And guys, uh, make sure to send me your updates on what you're, even if you're starting just right now, don't forget, keep me updated. Uh, go to my is Instagram at h10bradley, h10bradley, B-R-A-D-L-E-Y. I would love to hear what kind of projects you're working on and, and hopefully you got inspired by something you heard today. So make sure to do that. Guys, don't forget to leave us a review if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or I'm not sure if there's reviews on Spotify, but if you're leaving a review on Spotify, that would be great. If there is a such thing, at least follow us, subscribe. We will see you guys on the next episode.